The views and content expressed on the following program are provided solely for informational and entertainment purposes. They do not constitute legal advice. A podcast is not a substitute for retaining a competent, licensed attorney to advise you on your specific legal situation. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you here this week. Our guest on the program this week, a true friend of our podcast, the VP of Marketing for CD Baby, Kevin Bruner. He's a great musician, a knowledgeable music executive, and a true ally to the indie artist. We love having him on to talk about almost any topic we can think of, and this week, He's going to be giving indie artists like you some career advice during this coronavirus pandemic. You can check out the many advice resources that CD Baby provides by visiting DIYMusician.CDBaby.com. Kevin, thank you for being on the program. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. I want to start by getting getting sort of a state of the union over there. How is CD Baby doing right now? How's your team holding up during the pandemic? We're doing well. Uh, Fortunately, CD Baby is equipped to be 100% remote, so it wasn't that hard of a transition for us. A lot of our teams will have a a remote day like once a week or so, but, you know, it, uh, I personally enjoy going into the office and being around people and, and, uh, you know, so that's been an adjustment and, you know, everyone has been jumping on zoom and ring central and all these other you know communication <laughs> platforms that we've been using to stay connected and um so yeah we're, we're doing well uh the good news is it it hasn't caused any slowdowns with our uh, helping artists you know distribute music or more importantly pay them so <laughs> all that's working like normal so if you go and sign up your music for distribution the experience should be uninterrupted can't stop us coronavirus we're that's, going forward <laughs> that's really really great to hear i'm glad everybody's doing all right and uh i gotta say i do feel a little bit guilty having you do this interview because it's probably just one more time that you have to be on zoom today i imagine zoom is just way <laughs> too right. <laughs> way too big of a thing in your life right now but yeah. we appreciate it and we appreciate talking to you because we have a lot of gigging musicians kevin that are listening to the show right now who are really seeing their income dry up as social distancing starts to take hold around the country. And I'd love to have you give some advice to the artists who are looking into live streaming as a possible way forward. For the artists who are used to being up on stage and and being face-to-face with a crowd, what about the live stream concert setting is usually the biggest transition or pain point for them? Well, I, I think the biggest transition or pain point is realizing that it's not the same thing. So uh, going live and live streaming and being successful doing that does not mean, you know, having a, a, a venue equipped with massive lights and sound and trying to do the exact same thing just in front of a camera that happens to broadcast the internet. Uh, if you're able to do, do that, great. Um, but a lot of it is really just more casual. It uh, takes some experience, um, just realizing that you're now talking to a camera and being comfortable with that, I think uh, you know the advice I always give artists, and you know Chris, who's on the DIY Musician podcast with me, he he says the same thing as well. It's like you just got to go live. So don't feel bad if your first live stream feels awkward or uncomfortable. You, it doesn't have to be long either. It can be five minutes. You can try it out, get a sense for what you are doing and how it sounds. 
the one thing that's interesting um, is that uh, when you live stream, uh, like I've done it with my band with just a, a phone and we were doing it uh, just acoustically. We're, we're a rock band, but we were doing an acoustic uh, live stream and we were kind of far away from the camera, uh, the phone to get us all in the shot. And then um, one of the, you know, we were kind of in two rows kind of and the interesting thing was it sounded amazing. They put so much compression on it that even the guitars that was like behind me, we were like, can even anyone even hear this? The, the other guitar player. And it actually sounded amazing. And some of the comments coming down the feed live were like, this mix is amazing. What are you guys doing? I'm like, we're just playing live in front of uh, the, uh, the Facebook, you know, uh, live and the, what, what it's doing and, you know, just the mic in our phone and, so when we, uh, I went back and listened, I'm like, wow, it really did sound like a good mix. So <laughs> I think really it's just, just try it out, see what you're getting. It might be better than you think. Uh, and don't overthink it. You know, it's, it takes a couple times to get it down. And, and the real key piece I think is the interaction. Uh, that's one thing that takes a little bit of practice is, and you might, you might need a phone next to your laptop in order to see the comments and people ask questions and, you know, make it engaging. Uh, uh, ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie has been doing live streaming every day at four o'clock oh, so Pacific good. time. And he's been doing an excellent job of it. And uh, I, I thought it was interesting to see. It's a good one where he's sitting there. He's got, you know, it's just his studio at home. And, um, you know, he's got uh, a, a microphone that's just picking up the guitar and his voice and taking requests and things like that. Um, you know, there are some things that are some best practices, like make sure your face is lit. Don't have the camera so it's shooting up your nose or an awkward angle. Um, and don't worry about having the camera so, like if you're just using a phone, like don't worry about having it so close to you because typically uh, there's so much compression on it that it's going to pick it up and make it sound decent. Um, so, that, you know, but ultimately it's like just go live, try it out. Facebook does let you do a um, a test, like to make sure everything's working, so you don't you actually go live before you you know are able to test out your gear and make sure it's working. So that's that's some tips that I have. It's it's a different animal. It's not like playing a big rock show, but um, if you get good at it, even if you prefer playing the rock show, it's still another tool in your arsenal of promotion tools that is a good skill to have. And perhaps a silver lining in all of this is that it will get a lot of artists who would have never otherwise tried live streaming into that so that they can have that extra tool that you spoke about. And that's an exciting prospect. Let's talk about platforms. I know you were talking about that your band's been using Facebook Live and there are so many different live streaming platforms out there. You talked about Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Twitch, YouTube Live, uh, Stage It. And I, I could see artists sort of getting... Uh, you know, a little just maddened by how many different choices there are out there. Do you have any general advice for the artists listening about what platforms they might be looking at depending on their situation? Yeah, I would start with, there's three that I would mention uh, and an honorable mention for a fourth, but Facebook and YouTube are the uh, and Twitch are the ones that are set up more for the interaction. Um, the thing I like about doing Facebook Live is that it's a social platform. And when you're live on Facebook, you immediately go to the top of the feed of all the people that follow you. 
that's one thing that has always been a benefit. Now, in this current situation where the entire world is trying to use these live streaming tools, <laughs> I don't know how that, that will impact what happens. I can say I'm still seeing that, like the, the think people that are live going to the top of my feed. Um, I'm not as familiar with Twitch, but I know it is very much a tool that is, is really uh, geared at having that live interaction. I know Twitch is also a platform where a lot of DJs and EDM artists and things will do like a, uh, you know, a big massive mix going for a while. In fact, our, our big uh, CD Baby happy hour, employee happy hour that we did uh, last week, you know, just there was like a hundred of us on Ring Central all at once, which is the same thing as Zoom. They're owned by the same people. Uh, but they, uh, uh, we had a, a DJ spinning songs on Twitch the entire time. So Twitch has some audiences for some different genres, but they all have tools that are very interactive. YouTube Live does, you know, going live on YouTube also has some tools that are very interactive and help you, the creator, do things. Instagram Live is great, but it doesn't have as much of those tools built in. Um, and part of it is because Instagram is still a mobile first, really mobile only platform. You can access it from the internet, but it still has limited features uh, compared to what you can do on your phone. That just makes it a little bit harder to get into where like if you're Facebook doing Facebook Live for the first time, it might be easier to actually do it off of your laptop because you can type and you can a bigger screen where you can figure things out and then use your phone as, as a secondary support. But you know, those are the ones I'd mention. Um, Instagram Live also uh, does go to the top of stories. So if you, like the other day, I've noticed since this whole thing happened that you know, when I opened up Instagram, the only thing where I didn't turn notifications off was when someone goes live. And it only happened every once in a while. And, you know, when someone is live uh, on the Instagram stories, it's their live thing goes to the front of the line. But now I'm just like that, that uh, <laughs> notification is going off right and left now. And, sure. and I opened Instagram last night and all the bubbles I could see for stories were people that were live, which I'd never seen before. So people are definitely trying it out. Um, and there is a benefit there. But I feel like for uh, getting more push and more exposure that... Um, Facebook and YouTube would be the two I'd start with. And I'd probably start with Facebook. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely the easiest point of entry, I think. Let's talk about making ends meet right now for musicians, because I know that's on the top of their minds. The, the CD Baby DIY Musician blog is a great article that uh, your colleague Chris Robley put up recently entitled Resources for Musicians During the COVID-19 Pandemic. We're going to link to that article in the show description. And one of the things that this article talks about, Kevin, is the importance of showing your fans how they can support you right now in this difficult time. And the article even talks about that artists shouldn't even shouldn't necessarily be afraid of just asking for help, telling fans exactly what they can do to support them. You know, tell your fans to buy you know buy merchandise, buy music, add songs to playlists. And and I'm wondering about sort of finding the right balance between making the ask of your fans without making it look like you're begging. I mean, is that a balance or, or, or is it okay for artists to beg during this current state of the world and your fans are going to be all right with that? Well, I think there's, uh, there's a ways where you can present it as helpful and informative that will probably go further than, um, 
than just saying, hey, give me money. Uh, even just better execution of the live stream, one of the reasons that's nice about Facebook is you can get a paypal.me link and you can put it as the, the link in the first comment and you can tell people, hey, you know, uh, all my tour dates got canceled. It would really help me out. Uh, if you, there's a paypal.me link, if you're able to just uh, use that as a virtual tip jar, presenting it like that. Um, but there, there, or you can just, you know, we created a list of things and you could just say, hey, if you're interested, we, I've had a lot of people asking how they can support us. They saw that all our tours were canceled. Um, are, are all our shows in the upcoming, you know, couple months have been canceled and wanted to know how they can help. Here's the ways you can help. And some of them are even free. Um, and, you know, you could list out like, hey, just one, I'd love for you to just share a track. If you could share, tell some, you know, share, song of ours that will just help or if you want to buy some merch or buy a cd or you know there's there's lots of things that they could do that a fan just may not even think about so that's why i think as long as you present it in a way that it's like i'm trying you know people have asked me so i'm just giving this information in the event you're interested in helping us out as opposed to i need money please give me money now that that never strikes the right chord with people and someone might might give but ultimately what i you know i put a big thing on my facebook page that a lot of artists shared and then we turned it into the thing that you see on the on the blog um but a lot of it is just like hey you know share share a song or write write uh something to share with your facebook followers that why a so one of our songs means something to you like trying to just make it where the fans are promoting you a little bit more than they might normally, um, getting them to recognize that they see you as being valuable and we need to support you, you know? And there's opportunities like, this is where, you know, Patreon or Bandcamp subscriptions or in Banzoogle, if you use Banzoogle for your website, you can uh, have your fans can subscribe or uh, give support. And those are just options to think about Oh, it's it's a, um, yeah. yeah, and so so those are, so those are, we have on our on that blog post you mentioned. There's there's a, a list of ideas, and there's even a a uh, blog or a Instagram like carousel that you know a bunch of things that images that are all together that that we made that's easy for people to share, and um, you know. So I think it's just a way of being informative as opposed to sounding desperate, because then people think, oh, I should help. Yeah, the article has a lot of tremendous resources, and we're definitely going to link to it. I want to talk to you now about uh, we were we were saying earlier about silver linings in this current experience, such that these silver linings exist. And and one that I've often heard spoken is this idea that with artists having more free time right now, this can be the time where you as an artist can do some of those long term kind of projects that maybe you've put off or. <laughs> or just done some of those tasks that you could never find the time to do, and now you can do them. Uh, what are some of those valuable things that artists could be doing with their time right now, uh, continuing education or offering music lessons, things like that? Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's lots of things in that direction that you could go, but I think even just starting a little bit simpler, uh, and I was doing this myself, it's like, take this moment to go update all your profiles that are probably all outdated, including your website, <laughs> because... <laughs> We have a new music video because we, we, my band actually released a new song last week. Uh, it was a, quite the interesting release day. Um, but uh, 
we uh, I we have a new music video and I went to our YouTube channel uh, last night. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so outdated and uh, missing stuff and just not you know. It's obvious that we haven't been there in a while. And same with our website and and uh, so I think it's an opportunity to 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 be able to focus in on some of those things that are always lingering out there that that digital upkeep that needs to be done. Um, and then I think, you know, while you're doing that, it's a good opportunity to, to start thinking and strategizing like, okay, we're going to get through this at some point. Am I going to be poised and ready to go for reaching out to book new shows to um, really come out of this prepared to make business happen? Uh, you know, getting, taking care of all that stuff that just tends to linger out there or, you know, things like what another thing I did was, you know, I added a bunch of new shirts to our merch store uh, because I wanted to give people an opportunity that maybe want to support us, had some of the shirts that we already were selling, but opportunity to, you know, buy something new and, and support us. So I think some of those things can be done uh, now and also I think it's a good time to take stock in you know what was working and what wasn't because a lot of times artists just tend to go get shows because that's what you're supposed to do but not really thinking are these actually building an audience are we playing in front of the right people are we even you know sure we had shows canceled but did we really lose money or were we spending more to actually do these shows than we're making? Um, so I think it's a good time to really think and reflect and then sort of plan and strategize and make sure that when it's go time that you're ready to roll and not, you know, hitting the ground flat footed. That's really smart. And I would say everybody listening to this has to update their socials and website. That is that is something that plagues all of us. I need to do it with my podcast. So great, great advice. <laughs> it's tough. It's, uh, tough. Know. it's Cause, always cause, out there. Because you're absolutely right. Because you, you get so caught up in the day-to-day that you forget that kind of stuff. But it's so important. And now's the time to get on it. Kevin, I had one more question for you before we get to our final question. Because I would be remiss if not bringing up the fact that recently CD Baby announced that the, your platform is now distributing to TikTok. Which is mm-hmm. a really exciting development. You know that you know, the platform is definitely taking hold, really becoming a really fascinating area of music discovery, reaching a younger audience that you know you might not otherwise reach with your music. What does this mean to to you um, in in the distribution game, and why should artists be interested in distributing their music to TikTok? Well, I think one thing that's important to note: if you're not familiar with TikTok, um it's really the biggest social video platform out there. And you think, well, there's other platforms where there's video. Yeah, but a lot of them like Instagram stories has video, but it's not really uh, shareable. It's not really, uh, you know, something where you can do something and people can share in mass real easily and it can create broader exposure for you. Uh, YouTube sort of was that way, way back in the day. but that's not how YouTube works anymore either. So it really is a social video platform where people will post something funny and the platform really encourages you to use music. It was really based off of a music app. It was like the combining of two services that came to what we know to be TikTok 
now musically was one of them and i forget uh what the other one was and then they formed tiktok um but anyway it, it encourages people to use music it encourages people to share it allows collaboration it allows you to respond to videos and it really is a social video experience and um if you don't go into it with that sort of mindset it's really easy to get frustrated by it and not understand what's happening but it is very different um than what people experience on YouTube or what they experience on Facebook or even Instagram. And so I think it's important. I think this one will be around for a while. It's gonna go through a lot of growing pains, in my opinion, um, as far as you know, the platform over time, what, you know, how people engage with it as it becomes popular and expands beyond just the younger demographic. But I think it is a good spot to be thinking about, even if it's not the platform for you, it's good to be aware of it. It's good to be um, watching how people are engaging with the music and, and what they want to do with it. To me, that's where it starts. Whenever I think about these platforms and um, whether or not I wanna engage on them or I'm gonna follow along, be like, I'm, I'm, I'm not diving in just yet, but here's why I'm gonna follow what's happening on that platform. When I look at TikTok, uh, usually it's like, are fans getting to do something with music that they can't do elsewhere? And with TikTok, that's absolutely true. They're, they're able to, you can actually shoot video while you're hearing the song and do dances and things to it. And uh, you can even do it at slow-mo or halftime or double speed and stuff like that, that you can actually create these funny videos with the music, which is uh, not available on any other platform that I'm aware of. And uh, so it creates all this user-generated content that people just uh, dive into your song and have fun with it. And, you know, it's going to benefit some genres over others, at least in its current form. But it's worth watching, at least. If you're not on there, um, you know, it's worth keeping an eye on and, and understand how people are engaging with music and using it to create new content. And is there ways you as an artist can encourage that fan activity um, where your song is the driving piece and now suddenly you have lots of people wanting to you know create the similar piece of content using your music so that's that's kind of what's going on there and it's very interesting to watch um, you know there's you know it's, it's not where I go to get to the high quality video content <laughs> it's got <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of funny stuff on there there's you know again it's it's actually morphed quite a bit just since i've i've only been on for like six months and it's i've seen the platform really start to develop and change as broader audiences get on there so it'll be interesting to see what happens but the mechanics of it are really interesting and different than anything else out there it is an interesting landscape on tiktok and it's super unpredictable i mean yes the right very, song in the right set of circumstances and you can go viral a few weeks ago we interviewed jonathan mann on the break the business podcast who you know made this song about baby yoda from the mandalorian star wars series and just the right people found it made made videos those videos begat about two hundred thousand other videos and he wound up with this like really unlikely hit because of TikTok. And it's, it's really interesting. So um, we're thrilled that CD Baby is now part of that, uh, adding that to their distribution menu. It's uh, really exciting. Kevin, before we let you go, and this has been such a treat, one last question that we ask every guest on the program, 
Do you have any last tips to share with the indie artist listeners out there to help them move their careers forward? Well, I think at this moment when there aren't shows happening, I think this is a good moment to, to one, stop and look where your fans are online. I think oftentimes, you know, we talk about these platforms and people just start using them randomly, but haven't really assessed. My fans are here. Uh, for my band, I had to do this assessment. I love Instagram. I wish all our fans were on Instagram. That's my favorite platform. They're all on Facebook. And so I'm forced to think more about how to engage with an audience on Facebook than I would like to because I'd rather they all be on Instagram. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I think one, understanding where your fans are and then thinking about, okay, in this moment, where, how can I up my game for online promotion, whether it's releasing content, video is great, uh, getting more content out, or just diving in and writing and recording a bunch of songs and getting ready to release. Because, um, you know, one of the best things you can do to keep your music career going is keep releasing new music. And uh, so that's also a good time to focus in on that. So that I would say, get really focused in on having new music to release and really identifying where your fans are online. And then when you, you know, if it's, how do I get better on YouTube or how do I get better engaging with people on Facebook or with my email list or with Instagram, we have lots of great resources on our blog that can help you really dive into engaging with fans on those various platforms. So it really starts with doing that self-assessment of where are my fans and, uh, and let's see how we, you know, and set some goals. So let's see how we can, you know, improving engagement, try some things. Don't be afraid to fail because um, on, the, on the internet, as long as you're not doing something offensive, the worst thing that can happen is like nobody cares. So <laughs> if you try something and nobody cared, you go, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something else and see if we can do something to get people to care. Uh, so, you know, it's a good opportunity to really just also survey what other artists are doing because so much is happening online right now and see what's working and what's not and see what might apply to you that you can try. So those right. are my tips. Right on. Our guest, Kevin Bruner. Listeners, Kevin and Chris Robley and the rest of the gang at CD Baby, they, in addition to doing great work on the music distribution side, they create a lot of incredible resources for indie artists at diymusician.cdbaby.com. I encourage you to check it out. And uh, we are very thankful to you, sir, for uh, continuing to share such great advice with us on the program. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, thanks for having me, Ryan. And thank you all for listening to the Break the Business podcast.